Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in, Winning Cures Everything. That's right, we're back. Regular schedule. I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. And we have got a lot of football to discuss today, good gracious. We are ready to talk about NFL Week 7. We didn't really get a chance to recap and close out Week 6, uh, but we are not going to worry about that. It is time to press on, and it's all good. We had Monday afternoon football, and we did not want to compete with that. So <laughs> so we decided, you know, we'll just hold off, and we thought, ah, oh, we'll try and fit in a recap maybe on Tuesday. Didn't work. It is what it is. But we are back, ready to give you some previews and picks and all that good stuff. We got uh, we got your Tigers to talk about, Chris. We got a lot of different stuff. Uh, before we begin any of that, though, of course, if you want to jump in the chat, we've already got Matt that's jumped in on YouTube. He said, what's up? What is up, Matt? Hopefully everybody is having a wonderful Wednesday. It's hump day. We are that much closer to a football weekend, and I am stoked for it. It's going to be a good weekend. We got the Big Ten back. We got the Mountain West back. If you have not already... Make sure you are subscribed to the Sportsbook Review YouTube page. That is where most of our college football content is. Now, we do have some that's over here. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast as well. We do have a couple of podcast exclusives that come out every week. And uh, and we will have more again this week. We had one from Sunday where we recapped the action from college football last week. So make sure you are subscribed to the Winning Cures Everything podcast, the Sportsbook Review YouTube page, and our YouTube page. That's where you can see all of this. We are live on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 4.30 p.m.-ish, roundabout. Uh, but we are live on Periscope, Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. Those are all the different ways you can find us. You can also reach out to us on Twitter. Uh, you see all that stuff that's right there on your screen. And if you don't see it there, obviously, if you're listening to the podcast, you can find us at GaryWCE. And Chris? Find me at ChrisBGNNE. Faux show. Uh, wanted to give a couple of shout-outs right quick. Oh, the website, winningcureseverything.com. Go over there. It's got all of our stuff. A couple of shout-outs. First off. Had a guy reach out the other day. Just wanted to uh, give him a big congratulations. Big M Hawk has hit his goal of losing 70 pounds. He reached out on the Winning Cures at Twitter and uh, and told us that we help keep him entertained on his uh, super long walk. He walks like 10 miles a day. 10 Ooh. miles a day, man. Brother, where so, are you from? I need, a, I need a walking buddy. I just need somebody <laughs> to drag my ass out of this house. That's what I'm talking about. So congratulations to him. 70 pounds yes. down is insane. 
and That's I a lot. am. That I'm seems jealous. like a lot. Oh yeah, I'm jealous. I, I ain't got seventy to lose, but it's getting on up there. It's I can lose there. double that and still be the fattest guy I know. Hey, the Brown Yeti jumped in on YouTube already. He said, "Chris, I think the Browns might be the frauds." <laughs> they jumping on you this week, man. They jumping right. on you. Uh, right. Wanted to send we deserve out, it after that. Uh, you get that right. You get. The, oh, Brown Yeti said, "Bet a lot on them." Um, hey, I look. I bet on them too last week. I went one and four. wasn't good for me. Either way, wanted to give out one more congratulations to our buddy McKinnon. Uh, McKinnon, his wife is being induced today, or has already been induced today. They are early. We told him <laughs> that you never know when this stuff's going to happen. He said he had plenty of time. You never do. You never know. Uh, you never know, man. So, congratulations to them. Uh, I don't believe the uh, baby has been born yet, but McKinnon, a first-time dad, uh, he will soon be a victim of the sleepless nights the same way that Chris and I have been multiple times in our lives. Uh, Birdie jumps in. Good day, Gary and Chris. Gary, I hope your camping trip was a success. You know what it was? Uh, the two-year-old had a fantastic time. He had a blast. We went on a several trails in the Oak Mountain State Park and whatnot. It was a good time. It was a perfect weather. I mean, just gorgeous out there. And it was nice to get away from everything for a little bit. That was the first kind of vacation that we have taken since the pandemic. And uh, really, the first vacation that we've taken since last July. We didn't even travel for uh, for Christmas this past year. So, you know, it was nice to get away. Nice to uh, get my mind off things. And you could tell it with my NFL picks because, good gracious, I went one and four. Like, I, yeah, that was awful. Awful. Lost some money, but I did all right in college football. But I got that stuff knocked out before I left, so... Uh, Smith and Myers show is tonight. Smith and Zach Myers, Brent Smith and Zach Myers. Uh, Zach has been on the program with us multiple times. He is the guitar player for the band Shinedown. Uh, they are playing at the Malco Summer Drive-In in Memphis tonight. So once we are done here and I get the podcast posted, all that good stuff, I will be headed over there. I told him I would do a shout out and, uh, and I'd promote the show a little bit. There are still a few car tickets left. It's a drive-in show. So what you do, you drive in, you pull your car in the parking lot, and they will actually be there live, and they will have videos that are showing them up on the big Malco Theater screen, um, and the, the audio is supposed to be, like, awesome. So I heard heard good things about the Burt Kreischer one that was out there. Uh, so looking forward to this. I'll be going out to see those guys, and it should be a really good time. There are tickets over at eventbrite.com if you want to go and check it out. So, um, Chris, let's start off today's show by discussing your Tigers. And we got to talk about that Coach O picture with him and the girl. Did you see that? I know you saw it. What do you think? <laughs> hey, hey, listen, we're not all having a bad 2020. No, you got that right, man. I listen, saw that. I was it's like, it's good to be O. I know, listen, I know the season hadn't started the way you wanted it to, but, you know, sometimes it's good. Listen, in the offseason, during all the COVID stuff, we saw him running the beaches of Miami shirtless. And and I my my thought on him jogging those streets looking that good was hey he's recruiting yep. right he's recruiting five star talent all over the place you have got that right <laughs> listen I'm not hating on my boy all right no 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 hey he I, is I, a I newly got a single man about town I I got a I got a question about this by the way um okay. so you know you would think in Baton Rouge like the coach could could get away with stuff like that right like it's so if the picture is leaked. It, I don't think it comes from the woman, right? Like that's I, I would imagine that because she's like a she looks like a middle aged, you know, maybe late thirties, early forties 
you know, something like that. I would imagine she might have like a teenage son who I do not I do not think that she was late thirty, early forties. We disagree on that greatly. How how old do you think she was? I think she was a little too young for me. I think I think she was maybe late twenties. Okay, okay, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, I think I think you're wrong. Now I will tell you, everybody who knows me knows this. I'm really bad at the game of looking at somebody and guessing how old they are. All right, I'd be the worst carnival person on the planet. Okay, I, I'll be off by a decade. Okay, and it's not close. But I'm let me go find this picture real quick. I got it. I got it saved. All right, I got it. That's oh yeah. She, I already I already she is. Yeah, I I think she's I think she's younger than us. Maybe so. Maybe I think so. she's early thirties at best. Um, hey, Birdie jumped in and said Penn State coach uh, quit today. Um, that is, that's not. At, well, okay. So the basketball coach quit today. Chambers he quit, okay. not James Franklin, because uh, <laughs> Matt Matt jumped in and was like, "There isn't any news about him quitting." Uh, no, yeah. it was it was Pat Chambers. He resigned today. Like he apparently forever ago, like really got on some kids. He said a racial slur. He said something about a noose to a to a black kid. It was a nah, you can't do that. Yeah, it's just a disaster. And and yeah, I mean it's it, now the fact that it has taken this long. Like I thought that he had just gotten away with it, and they were going to suspend him, or they were going to dock his pay, or something like that. But uh, apparently, it's worse than that. And this may not be even what he's resigning over, but nah, that's my guess. That's what he's resigning over. That's my guess. Uh, so not not great stuff there. You you just you can't do that. <laughs> you just can't do that. Uh, back to the LSU stuff. So, uh, as far as who leaked the picture, um, I, it, I mean, it, it, it has to be the girl, right? It has to be her. Well, yes, Ed didn't share this out. I don't know. But, Hell, uh, he maybe I was, did. I was trying maybe to he was think. bragging. Maybe he was excited to show his friends. Or maybe know. maybe Coach O, like, broke it off with this girl, and now she's yeah. sharing it all out. Like, maybe that's that could That could be it as well. He's out playing the field. Oh, no, no doubt. No, he is, <laughs> he is now a rambling man, okay? Oh, this yeah. is... He he is he is the now that Joseph is gone, he is the number one coxman of Baton Rouge. Of Baton Rouge, that is correct. No doubt. Um, so let's talk about the uh, the actual news from LSU. They self imposed some uh, you know football penalties, recruiting restrictions. They are docking themselves eight scholarships over. I don't know if it's two years or three years. I may have to look that up. I I thought I would remember that, but um, you know, kind of kind of big time stuff, and then. Yeah, Odell Beckham that's Jr. A, that's, a, that's a legit penalty. And then Odell Beckham Jr. has been banned from the football program for two years. That's smart. That's probably wise. Yeah, I. So I don't think that the, I don't think the biggest thing here was you know the LSU uh, national title game where OBJ was throwing hundred dollar bills around like that's that is child's play. The big story we've talked about it on here before was the the whole situation with. The guy that stole money from the hospital, or like embezzled money from the hospital, and paid a uh, an offensive lineman's dad, like for five years, one hundred eighty grand or something. I mean, it was just crazy stuff. And that is, you know, I thought it was. Uh, this is just it'll it'll wash away. It won't be any big deal. And now, because it has gotten tied into this LSU FBI investigation over the basketball stuff, and the NCAA is trying to toss it all in there together, this is like LSU is actually taking this seriously. And I was kind of surprised. Uh, here it is. It, it was uh, they'll lose eight scholarships over two years, reduced recruiting visits, evaluations, and communication, and they've banned uh, wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. from its football facilities for two years. 
He was charged with a level three for Beckham. Um, he gave $2,000 in cash to four Tigers football players on the field after the win over Clemson. Um, and so it, it, their quote is, LSU has worked proactively and in cooperation with the NCAA to identify and self-report any violations that occurred within our football program, et cetera, et cetera. So all of this stuff, like th- that stuff is minimal. The yep. most serious allegation involves booster John Paul Funes, a former CEO of a hospital foundation, uh, who the enforcement staff accused of, quote, providing funds to the families of current and fu- uh, former student-athletes, arranging for members of the institution's football staff to use a private plane, and offering internships to football student-athletes. I don't think there's anything wrong with offering internships. I don't think there's anything wrong with uh, with letting the football staff fly on a private plane. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Uh, no, providing, it's the embezzling funds. Yeah, embezzling funds and then providing those funds to the families of current. Uh, now, I was surprised by this. Current and former student-athletes, um, that's where it gets a little... Well, I mean, if he's been doing it for four years or for five years, I got to think that, he, you know, if he stopped two years ago or three years ago, I mean, you've got juniors and seniors on this team that benefited from that. Hey, Birdie jumped in and said, did you say Cocksmith? I hadn't heard that I did. in years. <laughs> I'm, an old, I'm an old man. I use old man terms. Hey, sounds good to me. I don't, I don't know what they call him today, but he used to be a Cocksmith. So... I I am I don't know how this is going to turn out it, because this the enforcement I, I think it's stuff so is legit, so hang on most of the times ninety percent of the times you see schools do self imposed penalties and they're all bullshit they always slap themselves on the wrist and say well look we 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 self imposed all these penalties on ourselves so why are, why the NCAA doesn't need to go any further these seem like legitimate penalties that they would have gotten from the NCAA yes. I think that when the school we know the school takes illegal money, not illegal money, but but under the table money to pay kids. We understand this is how the sausage is made. I think when the school realized that it was it was money that had been embezzled from a, a, a children's hospital, it, it's something that as a school they realized we need to address this legitimately. We need to distance ourselves from this individual um, because he is probably going to find himself behind bars and and not somebody that we want to. Uh, associate with and and so I think that is why they gave themselves real penalties and not bullshit penalties um the other and, side uh, of this is that the NCAA has already dug into it and they've already started working with LSU on it yeah so I I would imagine that that's a key part of this as well not only the fact that this guy is super shady and slimy and whatever and the fact that the NCAA has already come in and and yeah. You know, LSU may not have I would imagine somebody knew somewhere, but the powers that be, whether it's Coach O and the AD, et cetera, et cetera, probably had no idea that. Well, I mean, this AD is brand new. The AD wouldn't have known because well, yeah, and it, this, didn't, it didn't happen under his watch. Well, it started in 2012, so that was before yeah. Coach O. That was before even yeah. O was there, yeah. And this is obviously a very big, prominent booster that, you know, you know how these schools work and, and in – the state of Louisiana, this is not a rich state. Okay. You have a big time booster that's feeding the machine. You, you kind of don't ask a lot of questions and you just say, thank you for the money. Um, when it, when it comes in and, and you know, when you find out the money's dirty, if you're just some rich guy that likes to give money to the school, that's fine. But, but when you realize the money's dirty, you, you as the school have to walk away. Yes. And I think this is them walking away. I am not a proponent of working with the NCAA. I've made that very clear. Agreed. But in this situation, 
they they seemed and LSU's made that clear. We we are not negotiating with terrorists. Okay, we find you people to be an uncredible, terrible organization, and we don't think you have any authority over us. But when they recognize wrong is wrong, they step in and they try to do the right thing. I I, I have an appreciation for that. Yes, I I do as well. Like I think they're going about this the right way. They didn't just you know, uh, we'll limit our recruiting visits and whatever, you know, a bunch of yeah. the, the typical BS. The typical um, BS is is usually laughable. I mean, I, so, so like I, you know me, like I defended Ole Miss and all the Ole Miss stuff that they did because I didn't think they did anything wrong, especially all the stuff the NCAA actually caught them doing was complete bullshit. But, like, they did try to do the self-imposed thing and they slapped themselves on the wrist, which – you know, I'm not against, but, you know, it is what it is. You know, if you slap yourself on the wrist, nobody's going to take it serious, and then they're going to come in and drop a hammer. Um, However, I think this you, is a situation you, where if the NCAA comes in and drops a hammer on football because of this, now they're just being dicks because of the basketball stuff. And that's – I don't – I think basketball could get a hammer if they ever get any Well, basketball real needs to get evidence. a hammer. I mean, there you go. If – if the NCAA has any teeth at all, all of these schools that were caught in this need to be completely crushed. Yeah. But I, I, I worry, not worry, because I don't care. I want horrible things to happen to the NCAA. I think they're a terrible organization. I've made that clear. Um, it, you know, it's one of those situations where I wouldn't help or assist in that, in that, you know, in that investigation at all. Get what and I don't you think get. they're going to. You, no, and I wouldn't. If any, and that's my advice to any of these schools, any of these programs, give them the middle finger and, and tell them to shove it, okay? Yeah. The only the only evidence that they have is Will Wade talking the on FBI camera. The FBI got it for him. Yeah, well, and... and the FBI got it for him. Yeah, but but then the FBI has not released it in, in court or anything like that, so it had it to be released on a documentary, which it right. was. It so, was. I don't know. Birdie, uh, Birdie jumps in. Oh, Matt, first. Uh, the NCAA would start digging too much. We'll probably find more stuff they're doing. True. I mean, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Uh, Birdie said, NCAA police are a joke. Friend of mine got a ride to practice. He was on Division One hockey scholarship in Maine. Made him pay 48 cents to keep his eligibility. He said he paid him in pennies. It's such a joke. Yeah, I mean, it's just minuscule stuff. These guys are paid, you know, thousands of dollars a year. Each of the enforcement staff is. And it's just minuscule. If you listen to Yahoo's college football podcast, which is college sports podcast, I guess, it is It is the best podcast in the on the planet about going through any of this stuff and i mean this past week they talked about how the ncaa just creates bureaucracy like like they they are responsible for these schools having to have 48 staff members when they really could associate with and function with 12 yeah but the reason you need the extra you know 36 is because of all the bureaucratic bullshit that the NCAA makes you go through. And it's just a sham. It's just, it is government at its worst. It really is. Yes. No, you are. It's it's not even like elected voted on government, but tax dollars throughout every one of these States goes to pay for these bastards. And that's my problem is the boosters aren't paying for that. Private, private entities aren't paying for that. State subsidies are paying for that. It's, I mean, every school that's out there has an NCAA compliance officer. Like, that's well, it's not just gotta, one. It's not they, just they, one. They, they don't all just have one. Yeah, yeah they got multiple at well, every These school. big schools have at least four to $500,000 worth of resources a year that go to NCAA compliance bullshit. 
it's ridiculous. Parlay King jumps in. What's up, brother? He uh, he said what's up to us. So hopefully, all these guys that have jumped in. Terry, by the way, jumped in. Yeah, if the NCAA finds out about the uh, Cocksmith thing, everything's going to go to shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Can't touch him on that. Lawrence said, "I see little Bama boys finally back." Yeah, man, man, I was out in the woods. I had a good time. I uh, Lawrence I just, would appreciate that. You and Lawrence would actually have a good time out in the woods. Y'all keep from killing each other. I, hey, man, you know what? I think he and I would probably just enjoy having a beer at some point, so I'd, I'd like to uh, sit down and meet him, you know, all that good stuff. He'll, he'll, he'll throw so, a bottle of Jameson back. Hey, I can get down with that. You I know, know you can. I've you seen know you. me. All right, I, I, I'm not drinking it today because i got to go drive here in a little bit. So <laughs> I'm drinking my well, that's coffee. That's wise. Uh, there you go. So, but, I, hey, I'm going to have some uh, silver bullets. The, the monitor is out there. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, Chris. I'm so sorry. That uh, I uh, I didn't inform my wife that I was uh, doing the show right now. <laughs> uh, McKinnon jumps in. Hey, he said just stopping in to say hi, boys. McKinnon, we gave you a shout out. Congratulations. Uh, you gotta you gotta keep us updated. Let us know when the little one pops out. You know how that thing goes. Chris, you ready to talk NFL? Yeah, let's go. Let's talk NFL. NFL Week Seven. Again, we did not get to recap Week Six. That's fine. We will be recapping Week Seven because we are back on a regular ass schedule. Let's uh let's talk about some of these games. There are some fairly big ones this week. We got an undefeated matchup in week seven. I'm kind of stoked about it. But before we do that, we got to start on Thursday night with the NFC least matchup. And that would be the Giants and the Eagles. Both teams only have one win on the season. The Eagles, however, have a tie, which puts them in first place in the division right now, which is... No, the Cowboys are first place in the division. Do the Cowboys have two wins? They have two wins. Unbelievable. I can't even, Who else did they beat? Oh, the Giants. Never mind. The Giants. I was about to say, <laughs> it was just last I'm, week. I'm so used to them losing so much. I, I felt like that game was a loss because of the Dak thing. But either way, uh, the Eagles opened a six-and-a-half-point favorite. They are now a four-and-a-half-point favorite. I don't even know where to go with this. Like, there are still people in this world that think that Carson Wentz is a good quarterback. And I understand I, that they have lost all these skilled players. I understand that their offensive line has been beat up, et cetera. But I, this guy is just not a good quarterback. And, and nope. I, I don't understand how they're able to keep these games close. I mean, they were within a two-point conversion of tying up the Ravens. Gar- but, the, the Carson Wentz has become the new Kirk Cousins of garbage time. Get down by four scores, come back late, and and make it look good. It's it's insane. It's it's really insane. I I don't think this is a good football team. I can't in in good faith in in any of this think that they are going to be able to cover against anybody, including the woeful New York Super Giants. What I, I wonder, can the Giants? Pull off two wins in a row. I mean, I don't know that they pull off a win, but this is four and a half, man. I, I this. I don't know. I don't know like why can't goal. they? Why can't the Giants beat this shitty Eagles team? Well, I'll tell you this: they they needed uh, a turnover uh, touchdown just to be able to beat the the Redskins last week hey, or whatever they are. Hey, I'm gonna tell you this: team. my boy Riverboat Ron did the right thing. He went for two. He tried to win the game on that play. Yeah, and, no, I, and props to him. I think that's the right call. I'll tell you this, with the way that the Giants were moving the football and, yeah. and the way that Washington was finally getting some things going, I might would have just kicked the extra point and gone to overtime. No, I, I, so that's the that's a normal play. I, I think Riverboat realized we haven't been on the two-yard line all day. Yeah. This might be this might be our best chance to get it in, it, you know, on, from the two-yard line. 
That's a so. that's a good point. That's a good point. Philip Wiggins uh, asked, "Do you think the NFC East gets a team in the playoffs with six wins?" Well, they're going to get a team in the playoffs regardless. Um, six. I, I would say so. I actually saw somebody did the math on it. It might have been Chris Sharp, Warren Sharp. That uh, yeah, mm-hmm. Warren Sharp. It, it, I don't remember who it was. Technically, technically, they could get in with four wins. They'd have a couple of ties. Um, but that's the least amount of wins a team could win a division on mathematically. It's pretty insane. <laughs> it's, it's I'll tell you insane. this. If ever there's a year for somebody to win a division with four wins, it's 2020. Uh, let's see. Birdie said, Hurst has been a bright spot for the Eagles. I like the Giants here. I like that they've kept their heads down and just play. They're getting a bit better. Hey, the Washington team beat the Eagles. Yes, they did. Uh, and it was Hurst. Yeah, Hurst. He, he corrected himself. Yeah. Uh, Terry said, six might be way too much. This is a division of falling upwards. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's insane. I've never seen anything like this. Like, you know, we, we did have, uh, the Seahawks get into the playoffs with the, with only seven wins, you know, back a decade ago, I guess. That was a long time ago, but, but he, and that team won a playoff game. Yeah. There, whoever gets here, it doesn't matter. They're not winning a playoff game. No, not, not at all. Not at all. And I think this is the kind of thing that needs to happen to get the NFL to just give the best teams, the home games. And then go from there. I don't think that a team in this division deserves to host a playoff game. Well, this year it won't matter. I mean, unless it's Dallas, nobody's really going to have many fans on the stands anyway. So, well, I mean, you got a you got a valid point there. Brown Yeti said Dak getting hurt was a loss for the whole division. He was the only bright spot, maybe the only person who could actually play football. Hey, there's a lot of good talent on that Dallas Cowboys team. However, yeah. there is no offensive line right now. They got dudes out for days. They've got a bunch of guys out on defense. They finally got. Uh, uh, Brock Vander Esch back on defense, but that didn't seem to make any kind of a difference against uh against no, matter. So, but uh, so Giants and Eagles, um, I'm going Giants. Are you doing the same thing? Yeah, excuse me. If I got to pick it, I'm picking the Giants. I would stay away from this game. And you know me. I love the NFL. You know that. You understand that I protect the shield. I really do. Um, this is an excellent opportunity for people to – to watch, watch App State uh, and Arkansas State. <laughs> yeah, App State and Arkansas State. Go watch the Sun Belt. They are really good. It's really exciting. It's going to be way better football than this. Yes. And I don't – and I – listen, I know we started as a college football podcast, and that's how we get paid is from college football podcasts. I I do not like college football nearly as much as I like the NFL. It's just not as good of a product. This game, this week, this Thursday, uh, it's going to be a way better product. This is going to be shit. I agree. I agree. Uh, Birdie said, didn't the card with Warner, uh, the cards with Warner make a Super Bowl off a seven-win season lost to Pitt? No, no, no. They, uh, I think they were nine uh, and seven. Yeah, I was about to say, uh, they weren't great, but they, I think they were above 500. They were. The, the last team that I can remember that made it on a, a, at seven and nine, I believe, was the Seahawks. And that was that like is the last team. Now, both of the Giants' Super Bowl wins hurt pretty bad. Yeah. Um, were both, both were nine. No, no. Uh, uh, one was eight and eight. I thought one was nine and seven, wasn't it? I don't. They were both wild cards. I know the one where they beat the eighteen and no Pats, where they were eight and eight. I left it. Yeah, we'll have to dig on that. We'll have to I thought they that. were both eight and eight. And maybe so. But those were know. wild cards. They they didn't make the playoffs because of the division. They were they were the yeah. wild card team. Show enough. All right, Steelers and Titans. Uh, Titans are a one point favorite at home. Uh, since the whole COVID issue and whatnot with Tennessee over in Nashville, uh, the Titans have been. 
that offense has been pretty unstoppable. It's 42 well, points. Well, it's not even that. Before then, they've been really good. I oh, mean, yeah. look at the stats. Oh, Ryan unreal. Tannehill is up there with Lamar Jackson and 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 uh, and Patrick Mahomes and and Russell Wilson as just as good. Now, he's not He's he's definitely a tier below those guys. Yeah, he's not the dynamic playmaker that those guys are. Oh no! But as far but as his, num- his numbers goes, aren't a hell of a lot far off from theirs. He yeah, didn't have yeah. near the touchdowns Russell does, but nobody does. As far as the efficiency goes, uh, yes, I mean he like he's unbelievable. He he yes. just throws touchdowns he's and first downs. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's uh, it's insane. I'm I don't know. At, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense to me how how he's turned into this. Uh, let's see. Brown Yeti said, uh, second one from the Giants, uh, they were 10 and six. All right. So yeah, okay. Giants were 10 and six. Philip Wiggins said, I believe the Cardinals made it to the Super Bowl at eight and eight. Uh, nope. I'm looking at it right now. They were nine and seven. So yeah, I thought, I thought the only division winner and Super Bowl contender, I think was, was the, was the Giants at eight and eight. I don't think we've ever had a Super Bowl contender below 500 in regular season before. Other than that, let's see. Uh, Giants were 10 and six. Um, Let's see, in 2008, and the Giants were 9-7 and seven in 2012. Okay, so, they were, so they were above, above 500. Then. Yep. So, either way, uh, either way, I mean, it's kind of it's kind of crazy. Philip Wiggins said Derrick Henry for MVP. No, no, I don't think so. I, I th- this is still a quarterback league. Still a quarterback league. league. And still, still a quarterback league. award. So, uh, I, I think the Steelers are... Man, they looked really good last week, but so did the Titans. But the Titans had to go to overtime against the Texans. Like, I, Birdie said, Chris, I'm off the Steelers this week. We'll be on the Titans here. Tough scheduling spot for the Steelers. Division game last week. Ravens on deck. Tough spot like the Titans here. I, so here's the thing. At some point, this Titans thing has got to slow down, I would think. Well, because they, they played on Tuesday. They played on Sunday. They went to overtime. I feel like. But I mean, maybe maybe it is just a tough scheduling spot or spot for both of them. Like I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know that it's any different. So let me let me tell you this. All right, the Steelers still haven't beaten a good team. So they beat the hell out of my Browns. That that happened. Okay, I didn't think that would happen. I think the Browns. I thought the Browns were were on their level now. The Steelers' defense has still not looked good. Making Baker look bad. Hell, everybody's done that. Okay. The Eagles scored a shitload of points on them. More points they've scored all year. They scored against the Eagle uh, against the Steelers defense. They gave up more points to 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 the Giants than anybody's given up. Almost they've given up almost as many points to the Broncos as anybody's given up. And that was on their third string quarterback who was driving the football with a chance to score and win the game. Um, so so I just I still think this seems fraudulent. I think they're massively flawed, but they just keep running into teams that are just trash. Yeah, and this Titans team is not trash. That no, is, uh, no, that is I think sure. I I love the Titans this week. I love the Titans this week. This will be the best defense by far that the Steelers have played. And Big Ben has given the other team at least three to four opportunities every week that they've played so far. And sometimes those teams just aren't good enough to take advantage of it. The Titans team absolutely will take advantage of it. Uh, prediction tracker has got uh, Tennessee favored by. Let's see. Tennessee favored by point six points. So they just it basically it's a pick 'em. Um, yeah, I yeah I'm a roll Tennessee here. I'm a roll Tennessee. I I just at this this feels like the perfect pick 'em game. You know, I this I'm I'm rolling Titans. I'll roll Titans. Um, yeah. Let's let's <laughs> Brown Yeti said. Uh, but they won, Chris. 
let's see. Ewan Tyrell says, how's your 8-8 eight eight prediction for Seattle going? It hey, was wrong. It was wrong after we, week one. It was wrong. Yeah, we were dead wrong. But it, I saw this team was going to be way better than I thought they were going to well, be. And, and they're letting Russ cook, man. Like That's They it. have not done that before. And I worked under it. the impression that Pete Carroll is going to be Pete Carroll, and he's going to make Russell Wilson hand the ball off 70% of the time. And if he was to do that, they're not that great of a football team. Yep. But they, hey, DK Metcalf. Uh, DK next, Metcalf's the best receiver in football next, right now. Next coming of Randy Moss. He's yeah. unbelievable. I don't know about Randy, but he's he's in the conversation as he's got potential to be one of the all-time great receivers. He oh, has yeah. that level potential. Uh, let's talk about the NFC East again. <laughs> and I bring this up because like every game could be the game that wins you the division and gets you into the playoffs. Uh, the Cowboys and Washington are a pick em. So I... I would have to lean Washington as bad as the Cowboys played, but I know that the Cow- or the yeah I know that the Cowboys have a lot more talent than Washington does right now. But you get a you get a healthy Kyle Allen, I think this week. I I mean Washington's at home. I just I don't know, man. I the, the, that's why I was telling you earlier today that I hate these lines. Like I <laughs> I wish I wish somebody was favored so I could pick a dog here. I wish you know something along those lines. Um, I'm going to roll Cowboys. Like, I just, I think they've got more talent. I think they, that that game on Monday night was a disaster, an absolute disaster. And I, I don't know that they're like a whole lot better than that, but I do think that they are better than that. And I think that they'll show up this week and, and at least get a win. Like, I don't think Andy Dalton is that bad. And I think the offensive line will get figured out at least a little bit. Here's the problem, man. This defense that they're going up against in Washington is way better. That defensive front in Washington is way better than Arizona's defensive front. That's true. Like a lot, a lot better. Than but, that but at the front. same time, I also think that Washington is not going to be able to score the same way that Arizona was. No, no, but Washington's woes scoring wise where they turn the ball over. Is Dallas capable of taking those picks. I mean, Kyle Allen's going to give you a shot to take the ball away. Have we seen anything from Dallas that they can intercept the ball? I, w- I don't even know that they have an interception on the year. I I don't know that. I don't know. Birdie, uh, Birdie jumped in and said, I hate this Washington Cowboys game. I lean Cowboys, though. Uh, he, he I, wanted, I, I, give me the football team, man. I, I went ahead and wrote down Washington for you as soon as you as soon as you started talking. I was like, he's going riverboat, Ron. I know what That's he's doing. That's right. I'm, I'm in the tank with this guy. Uh, Birdie. Birdie said, still think you are wrong about the Steelers, Chris. I think they're a top-seven team. Their offense is getting better every week. I respect your stubbornness, but Pitt is legit, just not this week. No, no, because they're about to – when they get hammered this week and they get hammered next week, then then I wonder how many people will change their tune and say, let's look at the record of the teams that beat them. They've beaten one team that has any wins at all, and that's the Browns at four wins. Yeah. Uh, and that's it. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, Philip Wiggins said, Andy Dalton is not mobile. Dallas O-line is depleted. With a solid O-line, I would give it to Dallas. Uh, Brown Yeti said, can we just call this the uh, this division the NFC disappointments? They don't deserve a compass direction. And then Birdie said, don't think Washington wants to win, in my opinion. I think they want one of those quarterbacks. Ooh, um, I don't know. Riverboat Ron does not like tanking. Yeah, that is no. a man with too much pride. You got that right. I mean, he was trying to win last week. He was trying so, to win last week. I think I think he wants to win. I think they're going to win. I don't think coaches tank in the NFL. That is a that is an NBA bullshit thing. You got that I'm right. Pen. I'm going to get it. Uh, you're good. 
Uh, Grant Curran jumped in. He said, Iowa State, Oklahoma State this weekend thoughts. Uh, we did an entire deep dive on them on our Sportsbook Review show yesterday on YouTube. You can go over to SBR Picks or just search for SBR Picks, and it's going to be right there. Our college football week eight. If you're having a hard time finding it because SBR oh. Picks does all their stuff, yeah. go to the Winning Cures Everything YouTube page, and we have a, a link that shows all of our, our SBR stuff yep. there. It's a, it's a playlist. Um, we do the college football playlist and it's also in our appearances playlist so yeah. we we just to give you the answer we both like the 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 rattlesnake we're, we're gonna go with okay state yeah uh birdie said um was he actually trying to win he could have kicked for overtime and won in overtime jones is a turnover machine uh, look he knew that his offense was not very good and that was no, yeah that was your you, one shot you got so. the ball on the two and a half yard line to win the game, they haven't been at the two-yard line the entire game. I think he said this is the closest we've been to the end zone all day. Let's let's make one play and let's go. I didn't yeah. like the play call. I didn't like the play call at all. But I appreciate it to going forward. I I don't think it's in NFL coaches to 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 tank. Yeah, I I agree. Except maybe maybe Adam Gase or maybe he's that bad. I don't know. No, he's just that <laughs> he's bad. Just that bad. Uh, I'm on. gonna tell you this. This is the move. Listen, hang on. Who? I want to always give credit where I where I can. Maybe it was Kevin Clark. I don't know. Um, I listen to a lot of different NFL people. The reason Adam Gase won't get fi- uh, fired all year is Adam Gase is their biggest asset right now. Because with Adam Gase, you're guaranteed the number one spot. Ah, that's okay. okay. He, he is their biggest asset. You fire him, maybe the team comes together, maybe they win a couple of games, and and you 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 – blow your chance to do something special in the draft. And that's that's a good point. Um, let's see, Brown Yeti said two yards or a 35-yard kick. I'm going for it every time. I'm going for it every time. Yep. And, and a real, I would say this, a true gambler would. Ron Rivera is an absolute gambler. Oh, absolutely. It's just in his blood. Moving on to another division game, we'll move to the NFC South, and we've got the Carolina Panthers and the New Orleans Saints. Saints are a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. They opened six-and-a-half, and it's gone up a full point now. Uh, now, you can still find sevens out there. Uh, Bet Online has got this thing at nine right now. Now, I don't know why theirs is as crazy as it is, but minus nine, they've got juice to plus 110. So, you know, I doubt that you'll be able to to get that line for very long. But I I got to tell you, I am big on the Panthers here. I I like what this team's doing. I know they got beat by the, by the Bears last week, but that Bears team, like they're built differently than the Saints team is. The Saints, I know they're getting Michael Thomas back. I get all that. I, uh, maybe not. Maybe not. I literally just got a news alert. I wrote it down while you were talking, so I had to reach out and get my pen. Okay. Um, Michael Thomas limited today in practice with ankle and hamstring problems. What in the world is going on with this guy? Like, I, I, I swear, last week it was because of, like, an altercation at practice. Well, yeah, and, the la- well last week they had a bop. We before it was punching dudes. Um, but, well, yeah, that's, that's before that, about. it was actual legit injuries. But it was this hamstring. And we know hamstrings are real deals. I didn't know anything about the ankle. But hamstrings are things that are just going to linger for guys who run fast. I mean, this is just, like, it just continues. Like it's, well, but that's that's what soft tissue injuries do. Yeah, Our boy no, no, Matt no, would you. get on here and tell us that. So I'm just... God bless. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. I think he probably plays. I think he's more of a decoy or it's going to be one of those, all those five to seven yard outs that he catches. He's, he's not getting the 12 yards after that anymore. It's going to be a catch and drop. I, I like the Panthers. 
here. I do too. I do too, by the way. I like the Panthers a lot. I think Teddy Two Gloves is real. He's good. This offense is 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 way more improved. Um, unless this Saints defense can come out of this bye week and look better than they have been, I think this is going to be a higher scoring affair. Uh, yeah, I think I think you're right. I think and you're you right. catching more than a touchdown. That's a problem. Yes, that's that's where I'm coming from on this. Like people still love the Saints, and I get it. Um, Birdie said, "Me too." Teddy is a cover machine in divisional games. Don't forget, Teddy knows. The Saints. He knows his offense. He knows what they're going to do. But, hell, we all know the offense. If you can somehow control Kamara, you can shut this thing down. Because Drew is not throwing the football farther than seven yards. You can basically play everybody at press, bring every safety up, bring everybody up. Nobody's beating you deep because Drew can't throw the ball deep. No, you're right. He's he's got the old man arm right now. But it doesn't matter. Alvin's Alvin is 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 just a cheat code. Alvin's a joystick. I've I've never seen a running back. I mean, I did. I, I watched Barry Sanders most of my childhood. That's what I remember is a guy that just it doesn't matter where he gets the ball. He get it in space, and you're you're just dead. Yeah. You're he's just he's breaking every ankle out there, and he's outrunning everybody. Yeah. No, you're right. You are right. Uh, we've got another big divisional game moving over to the AFC, or sorry, NFC West, and that would be the Seahawks traveling to Glendale, Arizona to face the Cardinals. Cardinals are a three-and-a-half-point underdog, and, you know, I, I thought people would fall in love with the Cardinals after that Monday night uh, just debacle at Cowboys Stadium, but 65% of the tickets, according to SBRodds.com, are on Seattle right now. The line has moved from three to three-and-a-half, uh, a lot of people love Seattle this week, and I, I got to tell you, I think I kind of like the Cardinals in this spot. They they tend to play the division uh, tougher than they play everybody else, and this looks like a pretty good football team right now. I, I think they will be able to hang in there and score on the Seattle Seahawks defense. Um, t- talk talk me off this. Yeah, I'd, I'd, this is going to be one where we're going to disagree. Um, I, I think Seattle had the week off. I think their defense is not very good, but their defense is a hell of a lot better than the Cowboys. Russell Wilson's not going to turn the ball over. They struggled to score against the shitty Cowboys, and the Cowboys gave them three turnovers in this game. Okay, I I don't know how you struggle to score with three turnovers against the Cowboys, all right? But they did. Seahawks defense, way better than the Cowboys defense. Seahawks offense, way better than the Cowboys offense, and it ain't close. Uh, he th- I uh, know that divisional games are different for the charge uh, for the for the Cardinals. They do play in division tough. I understand that. I I'm telling you, I, against Russell Wilson, against this team coming off a of bye week, I think they're going to come out and they're going to beat the hell out of them. I just like Seattle a lot. Ethan on Facebook said Seahawks, no doubt. Um, Brown Yeti said Seahawks make Arizona look dumb, and Birdie said Murray had nine pass completions. Nine. I do like Seattle. Tough spot. Gary coming off three road games. Seattle off. I can't a bye. explain. I can't explain the Cardinals' defense or offense being that bad. I can't either, which is why I think this is the perfect setup. But you know, I, <laughs> I think it's the perfect setup. They're going back home. Like I, I feel good about them. So okay, but I, I will go against the grain here. No problem there. Uh, Birdie said, also, coach and quarterback are Texas guys. That was a big win for Arizona. Eh, yeah, I mean, sure. Sure, I guess. Uh, <laughs> 49ers are going to New England, headed up to Foxborough. We get Kyle Shanahan and his old buddy Bill Belichick. Cam Newton did not look good last week. It was the first oh. time in 40 games that the Patriots had lost a game where they did not allow a touchdown. 
They let the Broncos kick six field goals, and that was it. And that was enough to handle your Patriots, good sir. The Pats are now a two-point favorite over the 49ers. Uh, Jimmy G playing this week, it looks like. You know, we, we'll see. I mean, he, he got pulled out of the last game. But I, you know, they, they won the game against the Rams. I did not expect them to do that. The 49ers, 49ers looked good last week. The Pats did not, and yet the Pats are a home favorite. Uh, thoughts? I mean, you're you're looking at the Patriots losing three games in a row. I think people just don't think Bill Belichick's going to do that. Uh, I wouldn't touch this game with a ten foot pole. It scares the hell out of me. Uh, I don't. Patriots look bad. Cam Newton looks really bad. Um, the game Jimmy G got pulled out of. They oh, were two lo- ago, right? It was two weeks ago. Yeah. They were losing really bad, and he's still dealing with ankle soreness. Last week, he looked fantastic yeah. against what is a real good defense, uh, defensive front. Um, you know, that, that, what, what got all the football buzz talking after last week's game was, um, Aaron Donald did nothing, did nothing. Kyle Shanahan completely took him out of the game. Um, and, and that's something I don't know that's ever been done ever since he's been in the league. Um, and, uh, it's just kind of some wizardry about Kyle. Um, I'll get into some Ram stuff later when we get to our gambling picks, but, uh, I think the 49ers are getting healthier, getting better. They are the better football team from start to finish, top to bottom in this game. Um, You know, it's just one of those, the Patriots are backed up against the wall. Now, everyone will tell you that practice matters more to the Patriots than anybody else in the NFL out of all 32 teams because they do not have a base. Okay. They don't have a base offense. They don't have a base defense. Every week they install a completely new offense and defense for whoever they're playing. And they did have to try to do that all through Zoom without any practice at all. Okay. I that is the excuse that has been given of why the Broncos, who was a bad football team, went in there and kind of shut down the offense terribly. The only issue I had is there were multiple times where Cam Newton had wide open guys and there's not enough practice in the world for him to miss those guys as badly as he missed them. That's, that's the fear for me is it's hard for me to swallow the practice pill, which I do agree with and understand how Bill Belichick does things. They don't beat you with talent. They've never had more talent than any team they ever play ever. They, they just get a bunch of middle tier guys that all do their job. The problem is, is Cam can can Cam Newton do his job? They ran two trick plays with Julian Edelman just to get the ball down the field. Yeah, yeah. It all of this stuff that you're talking about is exactly why I love the Pats. It I'm scares the me. But the, hang on, the only thing is, is they've had a whole week of practice this week with exactly. no issues. When when they get to practice, they are really, really, really hard to beat because nobody games plan game plans. I don't even know how to use words right now, game plans better <laughs> than Bill. They yeah. Just nobody in the world does it, okay? And, and I feel like Bill has Kyle Shanahan's number. Like, he, I just... There, there's some of that. There's some of that. Kyle's going to have some ghosts, uh, I think, that he's going to see. The other thing is with this is, is this, this 49ers team is not great. Now, I had the Niners last week. I had them on the money line last week. Love the 49ers last week. And one of the reasons I love the 49ers, I'll just go ahead and let the cat out of the bag, is that Rams team is absolutely a fraud. That Rams team has four wins. And would you like to know who their four wins are against? Uh, I know the Jets are one. 
Um, no. No, the Jets are not one. Who is I don't the think Giants? They play the, Jets. the Giants. All four NFC East football teams. Oh, get the hell out of here. Are you serious? That's the only wins they've got. You want to talk about frauds, baby. This team needs to be brought up on charges. <laughs> They're not a good football team. They just beat the hell out of the NFC East. Well, there you go. Uh, Birdie jumps in, by the way, said, I wish I could figure out how you lads handicap stuff that to me is very meaningful. You guys just don't even budge. That's why I love you guys. Uh, yeah, no, we, we are very stubborn with our picks. Now, there are games that I will I will let Chris talk me out of. Um, like, I'm, I'm all over the Pats here. Like, I was all over the Cardinals before. I, you know, there's certain things. Like the, the I'm not, I'm not against that Pats team. It's just no way on earth I could put money on either one of these teams. I think the 49ers beat a team that people thought were good, and they're not good. And I think the Patriots got beat by a real bad team, but that was a really weird situation. Cam, Cam is the factor that scares me in this. Oh, yeah. I mean, that makes perfect sense. Uh, if you, you know, if you absolutely had to make a pick, you rolled them bats. Yeah, yeah, but it, it is. And this is this is this is not the homer in me. This is not the I love the pass. It's no, a, I the can't see Bill setup. Belichick. I think Bill Belichick will sacrifice children to the football gods before he loses three games in a row. Yes, yes. That's. I mean, true. that's just that's just it. I mean, he'll he'll get on wife number three because he sacrifices wife number two to to the football gods before he loses three games in a row. I just can't. I did dude, that's just the that's my only logic. There's no football in it at all. It's Cam Newton will either be good or Cam Newton will be sacrificed. Yeah. I, I don't know that you're getting any better than than Cam Newton this year, but either way, uh Terry said, I told you Cam was fake gold, Chris. And and by the way, we we got the recipe. It's all good. I I saw it. No worries. <laughs> uh let's let's move to another division game. Chiefs heading to Denver. The Broncos are a nine and a half point underdog at home, coming off of a win in Foxborough. Um, I I like the Broncos here. I like Drew Locke being back. I think that they are getting a little bit healthier. Eh. I mean, that Melvin Gordon and not Melvin Gordon. Uh, is it's that Melvin Gordon? Is, yeah, Melvin Gordon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Man, him and Ingram. I swear to God, they those two just drive me up the wall uh, <laughs> with, with their names. It's two Melvins. They used to be on the same team. I know. It was even worse then. I was, I was going to say, it was even worse. I did it all the time when they were on the same team. The Chiefs, to me, show up when they have to play against somebody that could potentially be a threat, right? That's it, It's why they It's why they came out and looked great and then went and got beat by the, uh, the Raiders. It's why uh, I believe that they showed up to beat up on the Bills. And then this week, they will kind of eh, maybe take the week off a little bit. I think this Denver team is set up to be able to compete with them. I think the rosters match up well. I kind of like the Broncos in this spot. Not necessarily to win, but I think they're going to be able to keep this thing closer than 9.5, 10. Like, you can find a 10.5 at Bet Online, You can find 10 at Pinnacle. Uh, and then it's 9.5 across the board everywhere else. Uh, sorry, there's a 10 at Bavada as well. I, like, we, we're going to set the line at 9.5 because that's where it is most everywhere else for our, our regular picks on here. I... I like the Broncos to be able to keep this thing relatively close. That go ahead. Yeah, go I ahead. don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Let me let me tell you about your boy Drew Locke. Drew Locke is not who we thought he was. Okay, everybody wanted to crown him. I said, "Real be be careful, be careful," because I crowned Baker way too early, and <laughs> Drew Locke looks a whole lot like Baker. All right. Last week he accounted for three turnovers, two interceptions, and a fumble. This guy has not looked good at all. All right. Not not before he got hurt, not after he got hurt. 
I do not think he is the answer to any of their problems. Well, it, it won't be this Sunday either. Uh, Birdie, by the way, jumped in. That was another thing that I had written down here. Blizzard Sunday, can't wait for this one. Yeah, there's a real good chance that there's going to be snow. Um, and, and oh, I, oh, then Kansas City's going to eat them alive because Kansas City plays way better in bad weather than I think the Broncos do. I don't know, man. Like, I like Fangio I in, in these kind of spots. I, I don't. feel good about the I Broncos. I don't. Drew Locke, Drew Locke is, he don't have the secondary for Kansas City is going to eat him alive. He's going to have two more turnovers this game. Watch it. Okay. All right. So you rolling teams, huh? Yes. Give me all, I'll, I'll lay all those points. I don't care. Right, I'm not you, afraid. You I'm lay not afraid. Them, I just I don't, take I don't think Drew's the, the answer. I think Drew is Baker. I mean, it's possible. It's possible. The difference is, is Drew cost him what? A third round pick and not the number one overall pick? Second round yeah, okay. second, second round. Still, way. still a long way from number one overall. No, you're you're correct about that. He was picked in the 40s, but uh, you know that's one of those guys that Roquan Smith or or Bradley Chubb would look a whole lot better on this roster. Oh, you are 100 percent right about that. Good gracious. Um, moving into Sunday night football, Tampa Bay headed to the Las Vegas Raiders. Now I'm a, I'm a fan of this matchup. This it's going to be like a great. This is going to be a fun game. Uh, Raiders are three and a half point dogs at home. I, you know, Brady coming off that massive win over the Packers. That defense looked fantastic. They finally Ooh. showed up in a big, big, big way. And, and you think, know how you know how happy I was watching Aaron Rodgers. Oh yeah, I know. Dance. He did a little hip thrust. He did a little swing in his dingaling, and then he didn't get a first down the rest of the damn game. Yeah, yeah. I, I Couldn't knew, have happened to a better person. I knew you were all over that one. I knew, like, I knew that you loved that, and uh, and it was entertaining to watch. I will say that that Bucks team shut them down, uh, and and I should have seen it. You know, I I did not put in nearly the effort in my picks last week, and you could tell it. So again, I went one and four last week. It was not good, and I took the Packers, thinking, man, you know, the Packers defense I think is all right. Aaron Rodgers playing out of his mind. Da, 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 da. I should have known. I it just known. looked too easy. It just yeah. looked too easy. So you have uh, you've got that right, but this go round, Tommy coming off of a uh, a massive massive home win, gets to travel out to Vegas. Uh, Raiders are coming off a big time win over the Chiefs. Now that was you know two weeks ago. Um, I just I don't know. Uh, this is one. Birdie said Raiders coming off that massive win against the Chiefs. Uh, Gruden gets smashed coming out of buys Bucks all day long here. See, yeah, he. I don't know how much I can put into that right now. I, I, just, I think I think that let me tell you what I think. I think this is going to be the first real bad game that Derek Carr has. You think so? Yeah, I think this Bucks defense has now reached the level of we we can go into good teams, real good offensive teams, and shut them down. I you know what I think I might I might side with y'all here. Like this and is I'm gonna tell you this, and, and, and I mean, it's it's all from I don't think their corners are elite, but. And there's nobody in the league that's hanging with rugs. The issue is not going to be that. The issue is going to be they they beat they make the receivers ineligible because they put the quarterback on their ass. You yeah. can't throw the ball when you're on your ass. You just it's, you're just not allowed. Yeah, you've got a that got front a seven. White and Sue have just and and, and Pierre Paul uh, not Pierre yeah JPP um, had just just annihilated Aaron Rodgers. And I think the offensive line for the Packers are probably better than the Raiders. I could be wrong on that. But, I listen, man, that Raiders offensive line, they better bring the lunch pail Sunday because Todd Bowles is going to be dialing up 
blitz after blitz after blitz. And Carr's a pretty good quarterback. Carr ain't close to Aaron Rodgers good. Now, you are correct about that. Last game we're going to talk about is the Monday Night Football game. The Bears are headed to L.A. to face the Rams, and the Rams are a six-point favorite. That opened as a seven-point favorite. Now they're down to uh, now they're down to six. I love the Bears in this spot. I mean, they're five and one. They're not a great football team by any stretch of the imagination, but that defense is absolutely legit. And like you talked about, the Rams might just be frauds. Like I, I think they really are. Now that's not to say that Chicago isn't, but I feel a little bit better about this Chicago team than I do about the Rams. Uh, I maybe that's just me. Maybe that's just me. I, I haven't done a ton of digging on this one, but um, oh, Bertie said absolutely, Chris. Did you see him after that Chiefs game? He uh, he screwed and drank all that off uh, all that off week. He was out of his mind, satisfied after that win. Uh, after that win, excuse me. Yeah, I, I could see that about Carr. So yeah, we'll we'll both take the books here. Uh, I'm taking the Bears over the Rams. I I think they get the win. I think they went out right. I do too. I'm I am I am riding. I'm riding the Bears for a minute. I like them. I think they're better. I think they're figuring out how to put together an offense every week on the fly against who they play. Uh, Aaron Aaron Donald will have a much better impact this week because Nagy is not the offensive genius that uh, Kyle Shanahan is. But it doesn't matter. I I still think that this Rams team are, are fraudulent. They've got flaws, and they've looked really good against four bad teams, yeah. and they've looked really bad against three. Decent teams? Two uh, decent teams? Carlos Gomez jumps in and said, how about them Bears? And he said, bear down. And I wish our boy Damien was in here to hear yeah, us Yeah, you can his, see uh, that we don't always crap on the Bears. Yeah, no, we absolutely don't. But uh, We but call yeah, like we see it, and this yeah. week we both agree we see the Bears. Yes, I see the Bears winning this game. I like them in this spot. Faux show. You got some official picks? Yep. Well, let's go on and dive into that. These are our official picks for Week 7. These are the ones that we actually have our money on. So, uh, I will go ahead and start us off, Chris. I am rolling Panthers plus 7.5 at the Saints. I think Teddy Two Gloves is going to come out and keep this game at least super close. And I think Carolina's got a shot to actually win the game. These division games in the NFC South are going to be something to behold this year. And, and I love the Panthers in this spot. I think they have shown up in a big, big, big way. I know they lost last week. That's okay. I got them, I got them this week at the Saints. I'm going with the Panthers as well. We'll move this thing along pretty quickly. All right. Game number two for me, I'm taking Arizona at home against the Seahawks. Everybody loves Seattle in this spot. Uh, no, sir. No, sir. Give me the Cardinals. I think that they're going to show up in a big-time way. They always do in division games. They have been on the road for a bit. They're getting to come back home. I think this is a spot where they could possibly get a win. I don't like the Seattle defense. I I do like Kyler Murray, and I like what those guys are doing. Uh, Hopkins is like the perfect security blanket for them. Give me the Cardinals plus three and a half. I'm going to go the other way. I like Seattle. I think Russell Wilson, D.K. Metcalf, uh, the, the Arizona's defense has no stop for those guys. Lockett will be big. Carson will be able to run. This offense will roll against Arizona, and Arizona's offense they got problems. They need to figure some things out, man. They are not good. They have not looked good the last two weeks in a row. I do not trust them at all. Totally fair. Totally fair. Game number three for me. We talked about this one already. Denver Broncos at home getting 10.5. I've got them 10.5 at bet online right now. 
Uh, that's the way that I am rolling. I'm going to go ahead and take that hook over the 10. I think the Broncos in a snowstorm, in foul weather, etc. Keep this game close. I think the Chiefs are going to take it a little bit easy here because that's just what they seem to do now. They play against a, a team that they feel like is a threat to their throne in the Bills. They did the same thing against the Ravens, and then the next week kind of took the week off doing the same thing here. The Bills, everybody talked about Josh Allen, how good he is. They talked about the Bills possibly winning the AFC, or that's who they might face in the AFC championship game. And Patrick Mahomes and them boys ate him up. I think the same thing happens here. The week after one of those, they kind of take the week off a little bit, and the game ends up closer than expected. Uh, Give me the Broncos plus 10.5. I hate to do this on McKinnon's uh, great special day, but his Falcons got to where they got their one win for the new coach, for the new regime. This is what happens. It happens all the time. As coach gets fired, bad teams look really good for a week. And go ask the Texans how you look on the second week. I Give me the Lions. Lions plus two, wrong team's favorite here. Lions been playing much, much better lately. And they're just the better football team. They're, they're going to win this game outright. Plus two, got it. Sounds like a plan to me. I am rolling with your New England Patriots in game number four here. I like the Patriots minus one and a half. Uh, you can catch that over at Pinnacle, and you're going to have to grab it quick if you're going to do it because, oh, no, Bet Mania's got it. A couple other spots have still got one and a half. Uh, give me the Pats minus one and a half. Everybody and their mother is betting San Francisco. It opened at five and a half, and it is now all the way down to one and a half. Pats with a week to actually prepare. No COVID positives, all that kind of mess. They are actually going to have time to develop a game plan, and Bill Belichick has Kyle Shanahan's number. Shanahan coming off a big-time division win over the Rams, having to travel across the country. Give me Bill Belichick in this spot. I think Cam is going to show up a lot better this week than he did last week. Uh, I think the Pats are, uh, I'm not going to say a better football team. I'm just going to say they are the more prepared team. I think they show up in this spot. I think they, they easily cover a point and a half. Yeah, I like that. I like that pick. Uh, give me Chicago plus six. That is that is one of my official picks. Uh, going to the Rams. I once again, I just don't think LA is a very good football team right now, and uh, I think their record is a little bit um, misleading at best. I, I was and expecting so, you to say fraudulent there. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll, I'll go go with something not as harsh. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think the Bears are, are looking good, and. Um, and and they, I think they're the better football team in this matchup. No, that uh, that certainly makes sense. My last game here, I am going to roll with the Buffalo Bills, coming off of two absolutely dreadful performances. They maybe could not have looked any worse than they did in the last two games, uh, getting destroyed by the Tennessee Titans, and then got kind of beat up by the Chiefs as well. Uh, Chiefs ran all over them. They couldn't do anything through the air. Josh Allen, of course, went from MVP to the outhouse very, very quickly. Bills minus 13. I know it's a lot of points. Did you know that double-digit dogs in the last 19 games, or sorry, double-digit favorites in the last 19 games in the NFL are 16-2-1 against the spread? Yeah, I did. Though, over the last, like, 20 years or 10 years, it just used to be like clockwork. If you got a double-digit dog, you take it in the NFL, yada, yada, yada. What we're finding is the separation between the really good teams when they play the really bad teams and you get these big, massive numbers that that the big the better team is beating them badly because the gap between the really good and the really bad is just getting wider and wider. Um, and that's why you're getting 
bigger numbers and bigger numbers covering at a much better rate, much better rate. You've got that right. The Jets have not covered a single game all season long. They have been destroyed by everybody. Uh, I mean, just the the whole shebang, right? Buffalo beat them. And Psycho looks awful. Yes. He's awful. Awful. Yeah. (laughs) So, with that said, give me the Bills minus 13. Give me the Bills minus 13. Make it 14. Make it 16. Make it 18. It did anything under 21, which you don't get those spreads in, in, in the NFL. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. This Bills team is pissed off and they're looking to kick the shit out of somebody. And they are going to go into New York and they're going to kick the shit. They're going to go to Jersey. They're going to kick the shit out of the Jets. Yes, I agree. All right. So that is five for both of us, right? That's it. That works for me. You guys have been fantastic. Thank you for letting us take up some of your afternoon as always. Props to our boy McKinnon. Props to Big M Hawk for losing that 70 pounds. You keep that stuff going, brother. We uh, we appreciate the inspiration for sure. Uh, Chris, is there anything else that we need to hit on? Him? That's it, man. That is it. Uh, everybody go out and see Smith and Myers tonight, the Shinedown duo over at the Malco Summer Drive-In in Memphis if you are in the area uh, my wife and I will be out there sitting in the back of the van, probably eating Chick-fil-A and drinking a Coors Light. So <laughs> it's going to be a good time. Uh, with that said, go over to winningcureseverything.com. Go over to sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF. Make sure you are subscribed here. Make sure you are subscribed to the podcast as well. And make sure you are subscribed to uh, the SBR YouTube page because Saturday morning we will be going live with our college football closing line show uh, let's see, Chris, I appreciate the time today. I know it's been a busy day, but we, uh, we love you and I'm glad that we're back on a regular ass schedule. Me too, man. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and get out of here. You guys have been great. Uh, take care of yourself, take care of each other, and we will see you again on Friday. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at Gary WCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.